Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings, these are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, musical theater lovers of all ages. Of all ages, including my age, which is a sprightly 112. How have you been? What's going on? You know, parenting, uh, living life. Uh, you are parenting. Just, just, you know, just having a grand old time, actually. He's Good. just the, the sweetest, most... It, he's four, Listeners, my son is 14 months old, or he's almost 15 months, uh, which used to mean... Not, when people would use those numbers, I was always like, oh, just say over a year, just make it simple. But when you have a kid, you realize these, these months really do yes. matter, and they tick along, and they each like week is something new. And now he's... You know, he's finding his voice, he's trying to say words, and he's walking everywhere and climbing, and it's just that's he is so funny, Rob. And he is such he's a very got a good sense of humor. He loves to laugh. He obviously takes after his uncle Rob. <laughs> his mouth is always open, you know, like that's me. My, so it's it's great. So this, we're having a great time. This child is so adorable. Have you I'm curious, have you introduced him to a musical yet? Oh, good question. Well, he loved six. Uh, we listen. We we listen to more than we would watch. Um, if we watch any, it's going to be like a Disney musical. But he's still not. His attention span isn't there for that. He's more of like a Sesame Street kind of like minute and thirty seconds song kind of guy. And I got to tell you. I'm blown away by the children's, you know, I could do a whole podcast episode. I probably do a favorite thing at some point on some of these kids shows because some of the music is really incredible. Anyway, um, Joe, Joe Raposo, right? Yeah. Joe Raposo. Well, he did a lot of the, the Sesame street stuff and you know, like he was, yeah. Um, so we were, um, my six, mom, my mom six. yes, my mom is like, back it up, Kevin. Uh, yeah. So six <laughs> is the musical we could know. She'll be, she'll be like, get back on track. It's a, Thomas, it's a Thomas habit. We do does this. Your mom we give all, you notes on the podcast. Oh, oh yes, definitely. <laughs> I want to share this with everyone. And oh my gosh, everyone's going to laugh. Um, uh, my mom's dying right now. I got a note from our, from our trivia. Um, I, I got a note from my mother from, from trivia folks. Um, and, and it's a good note. I got to tell you. And it's, and, and I took the note and it, I'm thinking it really helps. I've also noticed that I do this during our interviews as well, Rob, uh, ever since we are on zoom all the time, I've never seen my face so often. I've never seen my face. And like many other men who can, or people that can grow facial hair, I'm growing my facial hair out and I have a beard. Uh, and so I, I touch my face more. And my note from my mother, my sweet God, I love you, mom. Um, my, my note was, you're touching your face too much. Stop. I just wanted to yell at you the whole time. Stop. Oh, your face. wow. Which okay. is not yell. I'm joking. I'm making it more dramatic like a son does. But, um, but it, she said that when she was watching the trivia, she's like, you're constantly touching your face. She's so nervous like, that's for a, that's you. That's a really good mother note because she would say that to me in life as well. And so I have, I can, I, boy, I can take a note. I will tell you that. It, just, did, it was did, like my, yeah, go ahead. Do, did you explain? 
my mic, my 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 mic is cutting out. Did you yeah. explain? <laughs> I got to get new mics. Did you explain to her that maybe that was part of your character choice? <laughs> my layers that I've added to my the character that I'm playing. It's like my dinner with Andre, where they're playing themselves. Like, hey, folks, my... we it, it'll be coming out in November to coincide oh, with this book. But my gosh, we've had some good interviews. Yesterday, we interviewed that... Andre Gregory. From my dinner with Andre. And I know that you rolled your eyes at me, and I don't care, Rob. I, You guys, I think that he was messing with us. I think that Andre Gregory totally um, pulled the old, like, freshman 101 acting trick on us. Because we got onto the Zoom call, and I know for a fact this man knows how to do Zoom. Because in his 2014 documentary, he's on it, and he's using it. A computer. He gets on the Zoom call, and we can't hear the audio. He doesn't connect to the audio, right? Everybody knows that when you get on Zoom, you have to connect, right? You can't just have, give your audio to somebody. You have to let them have that, you know, your privacy taken away, whatever. And he, he's just standing looking at us in the thing. And Rob and I are like, hi, uh, Andre, Andre, hi, hi. I mean, you're not going to hear this. It was like a Abbott and Costello show. I mean, really. And you really get to know who someone really is and how they function based on how they deal with the problem. And that's why I think he did it. I really do. Because then after we sort of had it out and we figured things, oh, we'll call you. And then, and, uh, and then all of a sudden he just leaned over and unmuted himself. Drama. I'm telling you, I know, I know you don't believe me. I don't care. I, I really do think he did it on purpose as a way to sort of I'm not doubting us out. And, and I don't think he does a lot of interviews. And it was after that, it was amazing. And he was so complimentary to us afterwards, not to toot our own horn, but after the journey I went through learning about him and you guys heard me talk about the, the movie and stuff, I was so, it was one of my favorite interviews, Rob, that I think we've ever had. Honestly. That's wonderful. I'm so yeah. happy you had a good time, Kevin. He's, he really is. It's a, it's a, no. no Rob you, had a different experience. I did not. I did not. I did not. I had a wonderful time with Andre Gregory. First of all, I will say I am one of those rare people that really enjoys my dinner with Andre. I don't think a lot of people I do. I really, really love the movie. Yeah, and I, I don't, too. I think it's, I think it's incredible. I really like, and I've liked it for a very, very long time. So getting to talk to him was a very cool experience. And he does, an, and I, I will say he does an amazing Wallace Shawn impression. <laughs> Andre Gregory, you'll, you'll hear this in November folks. And then, yes. and then Kevin, I'm going to take a sip of my Sprite. And as I'm taking my sip of my Sprite, would you tell everyone why I'm drinking a Sprite today? Well, we had the, I, 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 what's the word, Rob? It wasn't like an overwhelming experience, that interview. We didn't even get to actually talk about it afterwards that much. I texted you. Um, but we interviewed uh, the one and only Brenda Vaccaro, ladies and gentlemen. That is correct. Um, oh, yeah, Brenda. Oh, is that not what you were talking about? No, I was talking about Joe Mantello because we found out he did a Sprite I thought she commercial. was like, give me a Sprite. Oh, I thought because oh. remember she was like, give me a Sprite to her assistant. Oh, that's right. So, okay. So actually, hey, Sprite, Sprite should be sponsoring us and buying me a new fucking mic here because it keeps cutting. I know. What's going on over there? I don't know. I've come on. Get it together here, Mike. Right. No, my bad. No, the commercial, that which we have to dig up. We talked to Joe Mantello t- just now, like an hour ago. Um, and boy, what a chat that was. That was, he was. We uh, asked Joe, we're like, did you do, what, like, how did you keep yourself right. you, uh, financially stable when you were an actor in the 80s? And he said, I was lucky. I did a Sprite commercial. And he said it was so good. I did two Sprite commercials. There are two parts. So, so if anyone knows where somewhere. Joe Joe Mantello's Sprite commercial is, send it our way. Or maybe we should just ask Brenda Vaccaro because she likes a Sprite. Exactly. Oh my that gosh, was a, Brenda's interview was also 
a joy. I really love the interview. I thought it was oh, good. Yeah, we, we've, I've, we've had some really nice interviews, so we're, ho- we're excited for you to listen to those mm-hmm. as they are coming up. And hopefully you enjoyed our uh, episode this week with the great Ken Ludwig. Great playwright, Ken Ludwig. Oh, wow. Um, who wants I to go do, first? Actually, I'll Take go it away. first because mine's not going to be uh, – it's not – is a quick one this time. Uh, there's not a lot to say. But I, uh, I love when this happens, Rob, um, where – there's something that's been in existence, like a website or a blog or something. Mm-hmm. And I like had no idea. And it's been around for so long. And I'm almost, you know, playbill.com in, folks in my shut up in my embarrassment. I'm like, well, I'm just going to put it out there that I, I never knew this existed. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge fan of um, like the big websites that were, it's just all ads and this pop-ups and it's like, what, you know, I always say what Carol Lindsay had for breakfast before her Newsies audition, you know, I don't want to know about those kinds of things. Ham and cheese and then, omelet, by the way. Right, exactly. And, and there were egg whites. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> And of how my world was changed with Broadway briefing and how I love that because it's just the facts. Now it's, it's like huge. Um, so here's a website I want to offer everybody that if you know it, awesome, it's celebrated. Um, and and, and it's, it also is called a blog. It, it's called simply enough onstageblog.com. Onstageblog.com. Um, never knew about it. Uh, I stumbled upon it because of some of their news articles. They do actual like journalism. I mean, but it, we're talking like, how do I describe it? They're not covering the biggest, you know, like Hugh Jackman's going to be in Music Man. No, uh, let me just read you some of the, the, the latest posts that just are up here. Uh, headline, stop criticizing artists who leave New York City during the pandemic. Article about that. Sorry, my son is teething next door. Uh, next line, this is, this is what got me here because I was doing some research on this. See our truths. Uh, uh, black uh, POC ex- uh, students expose a systematic racism with Pace University's musical theater program. Uh, next headline nobody cares about Danny and Sandy the problem with the Grease prequel uh, because they're making that movie anyway uh, it's the thing that I love about this is that it's it's talking about issues that are a little more um, current um, and not and but a little more macro like like tinier scale and yet are still really really important I saw an article about a community theater you know and some of the issues that they're going through Um, it's just a really interesting place it's definitely you can tell it's run by um a, young, a younger generation and I say that like only to clarify that it's not like the traditional things that like playbills about and that all the other websites have I have never encountered a website that has original articles they do features on people in different positions they do they have just a, a plethora of different items here uh, including um you know podcasts and such but it's all I think under the same umbrella of this onstage blog and I'm I mean I'm very impressed by the articles that they have here um, and the features that they have. They have critics that, that analyze stuff. I, I, I'm a huge fan. So I just encourage our listeners to go check out onstageblog.com. Um, just, you know, explore around and, um, you know, poke around and, and see what you can find there because there's some really interesting articles and I'm definitely not reading anything like this anywhere else. And I think it's uh, important to read. I think that it's some really interesting things that aren't being uh, talked about as much. And usually you see them like on, in a tweet. That's usually... Um, and where I, I've seen some of this stuff, um, but it's nice to have it all in one spot. And it's, it seems very um, legit and really, really solid work. So I'm, I'm impressed by it. So uh, onstageblog.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And uh, they they got some interesting articles on here. Um, uh, one of them is. Do you know them? Uh, have you? Uh, I do. Yes. Them? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm aware of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. One of the articles: Should theaters be required to submit COVID nineteen safety protocols in order to secure licensing rights? Uh-huh. I think. I would agree with that. I, they're just bringing up things that, like you know, it's it, it, it like there are professional theaters all over the country that you know th- that are these are big issues for them. And I just I never had known that there are people really catering to that audience, you know. Um, and I, I appreciate it. And I yeah, go ahead. And, Sorry. No, no, no. I an iron fist or an open heart. How bullying and arts education is turning a generation of young artists off to the arts. And I think that's so interesting because you know we just we just interviewed a. Um, uh, a couple of days, a couple, can you still hear me? Sorry. A couple of days oh, ago, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, James nodded and he was saying, he goes, you know, he goes training programs do a really great job at tearing you down, but they never build you back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow. that's a, that's a, that's, I'm wondering if there's an alternative way of, uh, of doing this. Right. Yeah. Um, no, so right. yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. On, on, on stage you know, I, blog, it is. I think it's a it's a it's just a, a different place to get some information that you might not you might not um, have anywhere else, and I, I think it's pretty cool. So check it out. So check it out, folks. And then after you after, you, after yes. you check check that out, you can uh, check out what I'm going to recommend, and I hope you do. Um, oh boy! Oh no! It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I know. So, I can't wait. Um, so I just uh, I just got HBO Max. Which I uh, which I had not had previously, and I was going on there, and I saw a documentary on there that I had seen when it first came out, and I fell madly in love with. And I think we've talked about it on the show before, but I don't think it's ever been a favorite thing. I, I checked; it didn't come up. Um, and it's on HBO Max for everybody to take a look. And it's a wonderful documentary called "Casting By." Casting By, B Y. Um, I don't and know. It, it came out in 2012, and it's a documentary film uh, directed by the great Tom Donahue. Um, and what it does is it celebrates an, a woman primarily uh, named Marion Doherty, um, who is a Penn State grad. Thank you so much. We Hello. are Penn State. And Marion Doherty was the, one of the first and one of the most prolific casting directors working in television and movies. Um, And the role of the casting director is such an interesting job that does not get the credit it deserves. For example, there is no Academy Award for Best Casting Director. Um, There are the Emmys acknowledge casting directors. The Tonys don't. Uh, but and the the Oscars really don't. The Oscars are allergic to it. And so what this documentary is, it's not only focusing on who Marion Doherty was and how, and also a gentleman by the name of Lynn Stallmaster, who's also an incredible casting director in the fifties and sixties, seventies, eighties. They have discovered uh, some of the most fascinating actors that are working today. Um, but the whole movie is really about how, if it wasn't for these casting directors discovering new talent and advocating for new talent, that they might not have ever been seen by directors to begin with. And uh, the fact that the role of a casting director is a position that really needs to be celebrated and Academy Awards, why don't you give out an Oscar for best casting of a film? Um, in the, in the movie, um, there is a director who's, um, please forgive me because his name is escaping me right now. Um, I, I think it's Taylor Hackford actually. Yeah, it's Taylor Hackford. Who's a director who's like, he goes, no, casting directors don't do anything. He goes, you could still do a movie. You don't need a casting director for it. Um, and he's advocating against 
celebrating casting directors for what they do and what they contribute. Um, so I would encourage you all to take a look at this wonderful movie. It's on HBO Max. It's called Casting By. And more importantly, I think it's a really great celebration of a woman in the arts who does not get the credit that she deserves. And that is the great Marion Darty. Now, Lynn Stallmaster, who is going to say Trudy Rittman, Trudy Rittman. Trudy oh, Rittman. Okay. No, enough right. with you, Trudy sorry. Rittman. Uh, Lynn Stallmaster, um, uh, he survived longer than uh, Marion Doherty did. Lynn is still alive, I believe. Um, and he received an honorary Academy Award. But it's really Marion Doherty's work who really revolutionized the world of casting directing. And she never really got appreciation for it. I think she well, died a year before the movie came out. So I don't okay. even know if she actually got to see the final cut of the film. Um, but it's a really right. fascinating film. And I think it's a really good time to appreciate those in the arts who uh, don't get the credit that they deserve. And so yeah. please go ahead, go on to HBO Max, take a look at Casting By. The reason I'm mentioning it is I know we're a theater podcast, but there's a lot of, uh, Marion and I believe, Marion I believe was based in New York. And so she was at the theater every night. And a lot of people who had great careers in the 60s and 70s, people like Dustin Hoffman and um, uh, Al Pacino and, and uh, Bette Midler, they, they were, Sybil Shepard, they were all coming from people like Lynn and Marion who were advocating for them um, in, the, in the New York theater scene. So it's really fascinating. And if you go onto IMDb and look at both of their credits, they've worked on just about every single major piece of uh, cinema in the past 40 or 50 years. So I would like you all to go over and watch Casting By, great documentary directed by Tom Donahue. That's great. Thank you for that. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Did you ever think about being a casting director instead of I did, a director? Yes. Like, yes. I thought so. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I did. I actually did do casting for a little bit in Los Angeles. I think um, so. And it just wasn't... Um, uh, it, it just so good at it. I mean, it, like... <laughs> uh, please, no. It, it just wasn't where I felt fulfilled. Um, I could do it. And I have a lot of some of my closest friends are casting directors. Right. Um, uh, Mark, did you ever have Mark Simon? Oh, I always associate him with you. I mean, I, I I've never met him, but I know of his work. Definitely, he was Jason Robert Brown's guy for a long time. Yeah, and Hal Prince's guy for a really yeah. long time, and then he moved out to L.A. Uh, Mark was in my wedding party. Mark was in my oh. wedding party. Um, yeah, really, really awesome guy. And watching him and watch, you know, and he said something about casting, and I was like, it's like that's actually kind of true. I said, is this? do you enjoy this? And he says, think about it. He goes, every day I get to tell someone they have a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's like, he goes, that's really something that's a special. Positive, yeah. That's yeah, something yeah, very special. Um, so yeah, yeah. So no, I thought that's about it, but just not my, not my not thing. Cup of tea. You know, cool. cause they, I mean, cause they have to, I mean, think about this, you know, think about something like, you know, uh, we need somebody who can like play the clarinet and also has no problem being with snakes and they have to be sixty. <laughs> they have to. They have to be sixty and over. And they need uh, uh, the ability to drive a tractor. Yeah, you're like. And and they go. And there's like ten people they can think of off the top of their heads. Like that. That mind. I do not have that mind. Mm. I would be like, can't you call Patty Lapone and ask if she can play with <laughs> What's a snake? She doing? You know, like. But the fact that they know. So it's just to me. I do yeah. not have that mind. I wish cool. I did, but luckily people like Marianne Doherty did and Lynn Stallmaster did. So That's go, right. please, please take a look at Casting by Great Film, HBO Max. And check out the, the, the website onstageblog.com. All right. Till next time. Bye, everybody. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. 
Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise.